This episode of LOW The Twilight Zone Reviews brought to you by a great ass. Phoenix West, The Twilight Zone Episode Review Show. Hello, citizens. Let's pause for that little thing there. Welcome to LAW The Toilet Zone Review. I'm Phoenix West. Today's episode is 132, A Passage for Trumpet, which I have to do in the Morgan Freeman voice. Freeman voice. voice, voice. It just sounds like one of those weird things that he would say. Anyway, debuted May 20th, 1960. So this one stars Jack Klugman. I want to say probably, but it, it, I almost almost really want to say certainly my favorite Twilight Zone actor. He is in four episodes, I believe, and he dies in all of them. Um, spoiler alert for this episode. So he is Joey Crown, a musician. He and He's in the back, and he's a trumpet player, obviously. If you don't even need to know he's a trumpet player yet. It's just in the title, A Passage for Trumpet. And he's in the back. He's talking to another musician. And he's asking for work, but the other guy's like, you're a drunk, Joey, and uh, I'm not going to hire you anymore. I don't trust you. And he's like, I'm not a drunk anymore. I'm, I've been clean for a while. And then he drops a goddamn bottle, and it shatters. <laughs> I think it shatters. It might just fall. I don't know. Point is, he drops a bottle. He's clearly lying about being a drunk. And then Joey just then goes on to describe how awesome being a drunk is. And he's like, when I'm drunk, it's just, the world melts away, and it's just me, my trumpet. And I sit there, and I just, everything's fine. I got no worries in the world. It just melts away, and it's all great. But then there's a side of me that wants to play the trumpet, and I can't. And, and But it's so great just being me. And I'm like, this guy makes being a drunk sound amazing. Like, I want to be a drunk now. He just He's just so passionately in love with it. He's like writing a love note to it, basically. So then, uh, you know, he, start, he walks over to a big metal structure, and then he sits on it. And this is right next to a burning oil lamp. And I'm like, is this motherfucker going to hit a burning oil lamp over and then burn to death? Is that what's going to go on? And he starts playing the trumpet. And then it keeps going and going and going. And it, six and a half minutes in, literally, is when they do the Twilight Zone intro. And I was like, that was amazing. They milked the shit out of that. Six and a half minutes. That's insane. Out of a 24-minute show, whatever the fuck it is. 22, something like that. I don't know. So, so far into the episode for that to be happening. Um, Joey sells his trumpet at the pawn shop for, I mean, I quote, eight and a half. I assume that means dollars, not hundred dollars. I assume he's not selling it for $850. It's a fucking trumpet. And it's 1960. I don't know. It just says eight and a half. If it's eight and a half bucks, I mean, that was worth a lot more back then, but holy shit. So Joey walks out of the bar. Or he buy he sells it to him and he goes to the bar and they just show him walking out and he looks happy as fuck. I mean, maybe he was right about being an alcoholic. He looks like he is just insanely happy. He is just ear to ear grin. And he is just I'm like, hey, I really want to get shit faced drunk right now. Cause he looks like he's having a great time. And there's no downside yet for him. He starts arguing with the pawn shop guy when he walks by and he sees cause he's pricing it and um he sees the price on it. He's like, oh, higher, higher. He doesn't want to sell it, basically. And he's like, ah, I got trumpets out the wazoo and here, something like that. And um, doesn't wazoo sound like something a trumpet would do? Like, uh, my trumpet wazoos. I don't know. Just a random thought. So he's talking to the pawn shop guy. The, the pawn shop guy's like, you got no responsibilities, Joey. You're a piece of shit. 
you should fucking kill yourself, basically is what he hears. Because he turns around and he sees this truck going like a hundred like fucking hundred and twenty through downtown. Just truck and it's just swerving all over the place. And Joey just walks in front of it on a whim. Just like, yeah, fuck it, suicide. That seems right. And I'm like, oh, I guess the drunk thing is not a good idea. Because he just killed himself over a pawn shop guy. Like, I don't take that much stock in what the pawn shop guy says to me. He works at a fucking pawn shop. I mean, this guy owns it. It was 1960. Pawn shops are very different now. Now pawn shops are, hey, did you steal some shit? We'll buy it from you and then sell it for double that price. Continue stealing shit, please. That's what pawn shops are now. Back then, I think they're a little more respected. It was more of a, even though you were just doing literally this, just pawning um, drunks things, and then they'll buy it later when they get money, when they get paid. That's what pawn shops were. Um, so the he, he killed himself. He, he just flat out killed himself. The he wakes up, and the truck's gone. Everyone's gone. And he just stands up, and he's like, "Oh, what the hell?" He's like, "Ugh." There's a cop there taking notes, and he's like. I'm sorry, officer. He goes over to the officer and tells him he's sorry for sleeping there and he didn't mean to and he'll go home now. And I'm like, if you didn't say anything, you just got up and walked away, you would have been fine, just as fine. Like, the officer wasn't bothering you, really. I think he thought he was writing him a ticket, I guess. But how do you write a guy who's passed out a ticket and have it be enforceable if you don't have his name yet? So he just, you know, ran off. Anyway, nobody sees him. He's, you know, he's waving his arms and it's just one of those typical I'm dead things but nobody sees me. It's going to take me way too long to realize this fact. He goes to the movie theater after nobody sees him, and then he's she doesn't hear him. He's not in the mirror, and when he goes up close to the mirror, you can see his reflection in the glass for the thing that's covering where they put the mirror in later, you know? It's covering that. You can see his, his reflection in it. It's it's pretty funny. Anyway, he, he figures out he's dead, and he's excited, so he yells, boogie, boogie, and I was like, that's, is that what ghosts say? I thought it was boo. Boogity boogity, or I don't know. He's boogie boogie. It was weird. And then he's, he has this awesome line when he goes, In the very short life of Joey Crown, he was successful at something. He means killing himself. I was like, That was fucking dark, man. That was some dark shit there, Joey. No wonder you killed yourself. He did it so, like, oh, fucking trumpet. Ah, suicide, yeah. And then he just jumps in front of a fucking truck. Like, he never thought about it beforehand, really. I mean, he was sad, but he wasn't like, He was like, Yeah, kill myself. That sounds fine. That seems reasonable at this time of day. Um, so he goes into the bar. He steals a drink. And then he looks over, and the bartender looks like he's masturbating. I think he's cleaning a glass. But it just full on looks like he's masturbating while staring across the room. And Joey's talking. He's not hearing him. And Joey starts reminiscing about Charlie, the bartender, and how amazing he was because he bought a record that Joey was on. And he, he's, know, he was playing it. And... I was like, Joey really loves being an alcoholic. It's like someone who really loves being a father or a mother or really just genuinely enjoys cars or, you know, whatever they're into, your hobby. And I'm not, I'm not being a parent as a hobby, but I mean like someone who's really into it and it's like that's how they define themselves. Joey really loves alcohol and downing it recklessly and being an alcoholic, he just glorifies it in his own mind. And I kind of understand. I kind of agree. Because he seems like a really fun guy when he's drunk. And then when he gets sober, he's not as much fun. And I have to go give that man some booze. He loves it. He just loves... He's not even... He's a ghost and he's fucking at the bar. I mean, that's when you know you're a fucking drunk. 
And, you know, kudos to him for realizing that fact. Not many people are aware of what they are. He's a ghost drunk. That's a special kind of drunk. That, he's taking that shit to the grave, literally. He's a ghost drunk. He goes back to the club, the, the jazz club or wherever the fuck it is where he, the opening was. He, and he hears this guy playing a trumpet, and he walks up, and he's like, that's beautiful, man. And he, the guy goes, thanks. Thanks. And this, guy, he looks, this guy looks like he played Lincoln. He, uh, he tells Joey he's not really a ghost, and, you know, obviously, he's a limbo, right? We all know that. And he goes, holds up the trumpet, and he goes, want to blow this for a while, Joey? I'm like, oh, God. This isn't, you're in hell. You're not in limbo. This is hell. You want to blow me for a while, Joey? And he, you know, this is when he tells me he's in limbo. Uh, Joey realizes he misses the music and living and just blah, blah, blah. And he, he, he has to go back. He really, really wants to go back to living. And then the guy goes, no more stepping off curbs, Joey. And he says his name is Gabe, short for Gabriel. And we, we get the reference there. Don't need to go into detail. Um, it cuts back to Joey looking in the pawn shop mirror, and then he sees a reflection of himself getting hit by a car, and then he's miraculously thrown across the thing, and he does get hit by the car, but he gets grazed. I don't know why you would just... Shouldn't he just turn around and see the truck and go, nope, and change his mind right there? But instead, he still jumps in front of it and gets grazed. I'm like, why do you have to add that part? Anyway, this guy's freaked out, and he's the guy who's driving the truck is freaked out, gets out, and is like, oh, no, no cops, no cops, no cops. Here, here's, here's some money, here's some money. He just hands him some money. And he has, he's like, no doctors, no insurance companies. I gotta go. And I was like, what the fuck is this guy? What's on this guy's record? I want to see this guy's driving record and, and like his employment and how this this guy's life must just be a fucking wreck. He is just like frazzled. I mean, he just struck a human being with his fucking truck when he's going 120 downtown. But I mean, I, he is just adamant that he does not contact anybody about this accident. And I mean, it's kind of 50 50 because he was going so fast, but also the guy jumped in front of him. So it's kind of, you know, more on Joey's fault, I guess, because he did jump. The guy was going way too fast, though, and recklessly, um, recklessly so. Anyway, the point is, he doesn't, he gets the money, and he goes back in and buys a trumpet, and he starts teasing him with the money. Like, eh, 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 am I going to give it to you? Eh. And I was hoping the guy would go, no fucking sale. And he snaps the trumpet on his knee, like his badass knee that can handle that sort of shit. Like this guy has like a World War II knee that that's like all metal inside, you know. Um, just something, you know, it'd be funny if he just snapped it and he's like, you're a dick, Joey. I'm no, I don't want your money. Go fuck yourself. I'm like, get out of there, you drunk. And then he just kills himself again. So then Joey's out and he's, he's up on his roof and he's playing the trumpet and a girl walks up to him and she's like, nice trumpet playing. Yeah. And then I'm like, he's totally getting laid. And then that's the end of the episode. He decides not to kill himself, gets the trumpet back and gets a girl. What a miraculous recovery for Joey, huh? I don't know if he gave up the sauce, though. I don't know. He seemed to be so passionately in love with her. Maybe her name's like Tequila Jones or something. Maybe he's like really into her now. And she'll be his new drug. I don't know. I wish the best for Joey. I really do. This fictional character. Um, yeah, that's all I got to say. It was a good episode. I like this episode. It's not great. It's really not. It's You know what's going to happen. You know how it's going to go. It is predictable, but that doesn't really bother me at the same time, if that makes sense. So, yeah, I am going to head out, right? It's a good episode. Watch it. Listen to it. I don't know. Well, fuck it. Um, Klugman's awesome. Love that guy. Anyway, guys, until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. So long, citizens. But as a reminder before I go, go to liwstudios.com. 
Check out all the shows. Go to youtube.com slash loitering in wonderland. It's all there. Watch the videos. Americant, Nick Cage cast, shitty movie showdown, and what else do I got? Hack from the future.